when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. I have no idea how old you are, but I am this old. Do you remember TV Magic Cards? Marshall Brodeen was a famous magician, and he was the clown Wizzo on the Bozo's Circus Show. He lived in Geneva, Illinois, close to where we lived in Aurora. I was amazed with those cards and remembered the TV commercials. I eventually convinced my parents to drop two bucks and buy me a set. The trick was simple. Half the cards were shorter than the others. Every other card was an ace of spades placed in between the others. When you flipped through the deck, only half the cards would show. The commercial made it look so easy. It was cool but I never really mastered the concept. But that did not deter me from wanting to buy more magic. Magic often relies on distraction, or look over here. While the magician does one thing behind the scenes to change the outcome. It's a skill that can be taught, but as with most entertainment, it requires practice and personality to become really successful at it. It's been said by a very wise marketer that 98.67% of all statistics are made up to benefit the statistician, and 63.2% are made up on the spot. Having been in marketing for over 40 years, I've seen fads come and go. QR codes were going to replace print marketing. Apps were going to be the new websites. CDs were going to kill vinyl records. In 2021, Actually, vinyl sales topped CD sales in the U.S. for the first time in 30 years. In 2022, that gap continued to grow. Social media managers will tell you that increased likes increase sales. They measure engagement. SEO experts will tell you that increased traffic leads to increased sales. They measure website hits. People get excited about graphs. Graphs going up are good, graphs going down are bad. Graphs are data. Data is raw and unfiltered until it's processed and displayed. How data is collected, filtered, and displayed can prove or disprove a theory or concept. So be careful and pay attention to what and how you measure data and what is being displayed. The key question I have to ask is, what data are you measuring? I can tell you from experience that engagements and hits are exciting, but marketing is fueled and funded by sales. If your engagements or hits are on the rise on a graph, does that mean that sales are on the rise as well? That'd be great, but can you connect the dots between the two? Or is it just an optical illusion? Social media measures engagement and the platforms know that. How do they increase that? 
Notifications tell you when people react with a like or a heart or comment on your posts, getting you to look at that possible comment. Also, the more engagement you get, the more social media companies will show your stuff. That creates the desire to get more engagement. I have to admit, I fall prey to that vicious cycle. I go back and look at notifications, and the bigger the number, the more I feel I need to click it and look who liked and commented. Social media companies know that. More engagement leads to more ads being shown, and more impressions equals more money from them. Google gives you the ability to create more hits by providing data and feedback. More hits equals more engagement. When you dig deep into the data, the most hits from organic search, people searching for your content, will spend between 1 and 10 seconds on your website. People can't do much on a website in 10 seconds. Yet, we feel good when we see that big number. So, you certainly want to improve search engine optimization, but are you truly getting great data? Like social media, more searches equals more ads being seen. So it's in Google's best interest to focus on search and give you the tool to encourage you to increase searches to your website. What social media and SEO do is distract you from measuring what really matters, sales. What really matters is not how many people, engagements, and clicks you attract. It's about who does those things. I often have to redirect people to that core issue of sales. Who buys from you and how do we attract more of them? In other words, you're not trying to attract people, you're trying to attract buyers. Before you say, thanks Captain Obvious, listen on. How many people need to buy to make this successful? In other words, many companies would like to have conversations with, say, 30 people and sell three new ones. How can you keep the conversation people engaged until they become customers? In other words, what information did you gather during the conversation that would keep them consuming your content? And finally, how do we measure success? In other words, the most important marketing data point is cost per acquisition. And what is the ratio between marketing expense and sales profits? Don't fall for the sleight of hand trick that's trying to convince you that more engagement and more clicks lead to more sales. The bottom line here it's not quantity, it's quality that needs to be measured. Finally, I want to leave you with another magic trick that people use to convert you into a customer. It's called the conversation trick. People who want to connect with you and sell you will often employ the mutual connection trick. When somebody wants to connect with me, I look at how many mutual connections we have and who those connections are. If they're quality connections that we have in common, I'll often bite the bait. Then I watch for the three-point turn. What's that? They send you three messages. First, thanks for the connection. I look forward to getting to know you better. 
in a couple of days. They engage with some of your content and then message you again and say, I'm loving what you're posting and what you have to say. Big ego boost. Then, in a couple of more days, so, how's business? Or, what are you working on these days? Or, the straight pitch. I see you do, insert what you do here, and I'd love to have a conversation to see how we can help each other. I hate to break it to you, but they could care less about getting to know you and only care if and how they can sell you. Or, maybe get a referral from you. When that happens, I say no thanks and unconnect. They'll generally maybe engage with your content a little bit more, and you'll feel good that they did that. But ultimately, they're waiting until they learn a new trick so they can sell you again anyway. In business, as in magic, always keep your eyes on the hands of the performer and not what they want you to focus on. That's the distraction. That way, the sleight of hand will not end up picking your pocket. So let me leave you with a quote from William James. He says, We must be careful not to confuse data with the abstractions we use to analyze them. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>